0: Coming up on the Seventy Percent Podcast. Uh, so we have Olivia in the studio with me tonight, and Olivia is my sixteen-year-old uh, daughter. In addition to that, we have Grace, who is a close friend of Olivia. They've been fr- How long have you guys been friends anyway, Grace and uh, Oh?
1: Uh, since kindergarten, right?
0: The thing I don't like today, though, uh, Nate, is the is. I think it's okay to recognize that there might be. Um, some kind of mental health issues. However, I don't think that that it should define ch- uh, children today. And I think that's yeah. where a lot of the school systems are, um, because they are allowing the children to internalize this and yeah. say, uh, "This is this is who I am."
1: But I feel like. A lot of people are self-diagnosing and that's taking away from the people yes. who actually have depression and right. or anxiety or all these different issues. No A lot of it is, oh, I'm really sad this week. I might be depressed mm-hmm. and they don't actually go get help or find help and not everyone can get help. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's other ways to go around that. I've always been it met with obstacles before where I've was like, I can't do anything about this, but I've always found a way to go around it. Like talking to the guidance counselors at school or something like that. Right. Like there's, I feel like there's always an option.
2: Yeah. I don't want that kind of attention on myself. I'd always want to show the, you know, brighter side of me. Right.
0: Um. Um, let's, let's talk about the, what's being taught in high schools. Now we had a discussion some time ago, Amy and I, about uh, critical, uh, critical race theory. Um, do you guys know what that is? You know what, critical race, there he is, Grace.
1: In America, I feel like anybody can really get to what they want if they put in the work and put in the effort. I don't think that, like, you are a great example for that. Like, you grew up in Brooklyn and not in the best environment, mm-hmm. and you made it to, what, a realtor now and have a podcast. And
0: yeah, I'm not doing a whole lot. <laughs>
1: well, you're doing so I'm much a, better. I'm-
0: Right, I'm then a lot better before. than I would have been had I had I allowed uh, myself to be brainwashed with the fact that because I'm black, I couldn't get ahead. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree.
2: Just listening to another human being without just automatically just not listening anymore and just only thinking the way that you think. Nobody ever, nowadays, ever can just imagine or ever put their themselves in the, another person's shoes that, I mean...
3: It's just, it's really sad. The 70% Podcast with your host, Amy Alexander and Mike Sewell.
0: Hey, welcome to the show tonight, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Tonight, we're going to switch things up a little bit. Unfortunately, Amy had some uh, personal issues that she needed to attend to uh, this evening. Uh, So we have Olivia in the studio with me tonight. And Olivia is my uh, 16-year-old daughter. In addition to that, we have Grace, who is a close friend of Olivia. They've been for how long have you guys been friends anyway, Grace and uh Oak?
1: Uh since kindergarten, right? Since
0: yeah. kindergarten, huh? Okay. So they've been they've been buds for a very long time. You guys just went to snowball the other day too, huh? Yeah. How was that?
2: It was fun. That that was a lot of fun,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah? Yeah, probably the, one of the best dances that at that high school so far.
0: Is it because it's it's you're you're older now that it's a better dance, or do you think it's just it has does it have anything to do with age?
1: Um,
0: like well, you were all young and awkward in the ninth grade, so you probably <laughs> <laughs> you probably didn't think it was great then, but now you're a little bit older, you got friends, and you're hanging out and stuff like that, so you think it's cause of your age, or do you think it's, it's just a better dance all around?
1: Well, this one had an actual DJ, so oh. I feel like this one was a little bit better, and like the second one... We went to, it was like COVID.
0: Okay. So okay.
1: we didn't get any real So, so everybody
0: had to stay six feet apart? <laughs> yeah, pretty leave, much. Leave room for Jesus?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think, Grace? You thought it was better as well?
2: Ah, uh, Yeah, I definitely thought this was definitely one of the more fun ones that we attended.
0: Nice, <laughs> nice. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun. You guys looked cute that night, that's for sure. So... Um, so I know you both have listened to the show a little bit and you know that we get into politics, we get into religion, we, you know, we get into a lot of different things on the show. Um, but tonight we're going to keep it on the lighter side of things. We're going to talk about how great a dad I am. Okay. So that's, that's that's what we got. We got to talk about that. No, we're not going to talk about that. Maybe, maybe we'll touch on that a little bit, but I want to know from you guys. Okay um and and both of you you could chime in together or you know uh, separately or whatever but i want to know um in in high school today what are some of the challenges that the gen z's are facing in in high school today and i guess you've listened to your parents about how they grew up and things like that so you kind of know that there is some differences what do you think are the major differences and what are the challenges and or pitfalls that you're finding in in, in high school today?
1: Uh, Grace, you want to go first?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, So I'd say one of the biggest challenges we face is probably having like stigmas and stereotypes around us and like what group you uh, fit into and who you can and can't talk to and who you can be friends with and who you can't. I mean, I'd say A lot, I mean, a lot, everybody's pretty friendly, but I will say there is definitely the stereotypes floating around. um, And that's just like the hierarchy. You know, you're going to get that in any high school you walk into. And um, a big difference, I'd say, between uh, like when my parents were growing up versus now, um, I'd say probably back then there was a lot more like bullying and like actual physical abuse. Um, and yeah, a lot of that when they were growing up and then now I'd say there's like maybe more cyber bullying and, um, probably a lot of mental health issues. Um, um yeah.
0: Okay. So, so back when, back when we were in high school or, you know, in school, uh, it was more, it was more of a physical bullying. Now it's more of a psychological cyber type bullying. Is that what you're getting at?
2: Yeah. Yep. Okay.
1: Um, I, one thing on what you said grace i don't think that there's more like mental issues going on i just think that people are becoming more aware of the mental issues that there are because they didn't really talk about it back in our parents age Mm -hmm. and it wasn't really a thing that was brought up to too many people um but yeah that's just for that um
0: I don't, and I agree with that. All I really do agree with that. Cause I know back when I was growing up, not, not only was mental illness, not, you know, it was kind of a stigma to talk about that, but even in the family unit, it was, it, it was, um, you know, keep, keep your business in the household kind of a thing. What, what about you, Nate? I mean, did you guys experience that?
3: To her bullying thing? It, it doesn't end. It used to end like when, when, am I right, Mike? I mean, when we went to school, it at least ended on the weekend. It, theirs is 24-7 with the social media. right? 24-7. What seven we're doing right team. now, yep. it's nonstop. Yep. So y- even on uh, summer vacation, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so, so I feel for it's you, Gen ears. is what I'm saying.
1: I mean, I feel like for summer vacation, it's less drama because you don't see anybody at school unless, like, they're your friends. And, like, then they're genuinely your friends and you don't talk to anybody else.
0: Yeah. I know that, uh, like, in, in Brooklyn, mental illness was not discussed at all. You know, like, it, it was a taboo to even mention that you have any kind of problem. The thing I don't like today, though, uh, Nate, is the, is. I think it's okay to recognize that there might be um, some kind of mental health issues. However, I don't think that that it should define... Uh, children today. And I think that's yeah. where a lot of the school systems or uh the social workers or what what do you call those people in school? This the the, the the guidance counselors. counselors. Yeah the guidance mm-hmm. counselors. I think that's where they're going wrong um because they are allowing the children to 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 um internalize this and yeah. say uh this is this is who I am. Correct. When it's not yeah. who you are, it's no. maybe something that you have to deal with or something that's that right. you have to um you know work to overcome. But it doesn't it doesn't
3: define you, you know what right. I mean? Right. It's almost a badge of courage. Right. Right, Olivia yeah. and Grace? I, 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 I'm posing the question that way because I, I also have a daughter, Olivia, See? and she mentioned that some of her friends and all of them, they were trying to reconcile the fact that, okay, one person has some kind of diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And that became the whole identity, and that's all that was mentioned. It was almost it became who they were. Is that what you guys see in school grace?
2: Uh Yeah, I'd say that that people just get so involved and wrapped up in what they think of themselves or what other people think of themselves, and then they just they just display that and they just carry it with that with them the whole entire day or whatever. I mean, they just it just sticks with them forever, and that's just how they come across.
0: Well, l- let me ask you a question, and, and this is t- uh, to both of you. How, how do you guys um, – because um, I, 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 both of you seem like well-rounded kids to me, and I'm not just saying that because I've known you since you were knee-high to a grasshopper, Grace, and, and you're my daughter, o, but you both seem very uh, mature, you're confident well-rounded young ladies you know and everybody that 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 talks to olivia says the same thing you know i don't even have to mention what she's doing they're like oh my god they're so impressed with her and stuff so how do you guys not wear uh those things as a badge of honor like nate said or, or, or let anything like that define you what what is it that um that you're doing differently or has been done for you to help you uh not fall into that pitfall um you're supposed to say my dad but no, I mean good.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. <Okay. laughs> it got it got a
0: little deep, so I thought i throw a little joke in it. No, seriously. Uh yeah. Grace, and uh, Olivia, let us know. How do you how do you fight against that?
1: Um, for me, I I don't really use mental illness as like something I'm not like proud of it. I've had some issues with anxiety in the past and I just I try not to show it and like It's just not something I like to portray. Um, I'd rather people see the good in me and like other good qualities that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that mental illness is not always the best to be. um, I'm trying to figure out how to put this to define you. Yeah. 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 And not always the best to um, for everyone like who isn't close to you or like can't help you, like I feel like they have no reason to know.
0: Okay. Cause okay. So they the,
1: can't do anything. So with
0: for you, you dealing with anxiety, you, you know, you'd rather talk to your to, to your parents. You'd rather talk to a, a psychiatrist or something like that. But or a
1: few friends. but Putting yeah. it
0: on display for all your friends to to know about it, or well, your all your you know so called friends or acquaintances, peers, acquaintances yeah. or peers to know about it is not something that you think. Um, it should be done whereas some kids are, are doing that oh I have depression or I have blah 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 this is who and I
1: am sometimes like sometimes that just helps them that's their way of coping mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of people are self-diagnosing and that's taking away from the people yes. who actually have depression and right. or anxiety or all these different issues no so I feel like A lot of it is oh i'm really sad this week i might be depressed and Mm -hmm. they don't actually go get help or find help and not everyone can get help Mm -hmm. but i feel like there's other ways to go around that i've always like i've been met with obstacles before where i was like i can't do anything about this but i've always found a way to go around it like talking to the guidance counselors at school or something like that like there's, I feel like there's always an option.
0: Grace?
2: Um, yeah, I'd definitely say uh, like, you know, uh, it's like, I need help sometimes, but like, I know who to go to and I wouldn't open my mouth around somebody who I know isn't um, going to necessarily help me. Um, so it's like, you shouldn't really take criticism from somebody who isn't going to help you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely just finding your group of people that, you know, you can, you know, say what's happening but i also wouldn't necessarily want to display myself as somebody like that um you know i yeah i don't want that kind of attention on myself i'd always wanna show the you know brighter side of me right um, so have
0: you have you guys ever been bullied i don't think you've ever come home to me saying that you were being bullied per se you've had run-ins with other children but not necessarily bullied where you were scared or didn't feel safe or anything like that, you know? Have you ever had anything like that happen?
2: Um, Go ahead, Grace. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever, like, had an incident where I'm like, yeah, that was definitely, like, somebody bullying me, you know? Right. I mean, I have heard, you know, there's rumors that get spread around right, right. about everybody, you know, that just happens, yeah. But I wouldn't say there was one incident where that for sure was bullying you know?
0: Right, so there was no constant... Uh, Picking on you or bullying or anything of that nature. No. Okay, that's good. That's good. Well, at least you, at least you guys didn't have to deal with that kind of stuff.
1: And I feel like our school is kind of like really conservative. Okay. Um. So when the bullying happens, it's more like, oh, like. Stuff happens between those people, and then you just leave each other alone and avoid each other and give dirty looks in the hall and just move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like That's how adults do it. <laughs> it happened down in the studio just now. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> just wow. Let's switch gears real quick here. Um, let's let's talk about the what's being taught in high schools. Now we had a discussion some time ago, Amy and I, about uh, critical uh, critical race theory. Um do you guys know what that is? You know what critical race theory is, Grace? Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Okay. And Olivia, you know what that is? Yeah. Okay. So, is, is critical race theory theory being taught in your high school?
2: Grace? I I would I wouldn't yeah, I know, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think so. Like I don't notice it. Um okay. I it, could see how eventually in the future they could possibly start leading to it, but as of right now, no. It's okay. not being
1: taught. Um, see, I thought the same thing uh, until, what was it, just last week, my English teacher actually had us read a book called Dear Martin. Okay. And it was a book on a young man growing up in New York, and he, <laughs> not you, <laughs> <laughs> and he, um, he was a young black man, mm-hmm. and his best friend had gotten shot. and It's it called
0: African American today.
1: You know. <laughs> you please? Anyway, so sorry. we were going on about like the issues of the book and how they relate to today's society and a lot of my classmates were um saying how it was like like black people can't get as much as white people can. Okay. And it was just really it opened my eyes because I never saw it before, and until we read this book, and I was just like,
0: okay. "Wow!" So, so if I'm hearing you correctly, you you guys read the book. It was just a book about a, a young black man growing up in the inner city and what he had to go through, correct? Yes. Okay. In order to become successful, or
1: um, yeah, he was in a high school that was a high a boarding high school. Mm-hmm. And he was on his way to Yale, I think the school was. And um, it was basically just the story of him and how his best friend got shot and, like, what happened after that and, like, who he was talking to.
0: Okay. Okay, so so the kids in your school feel as though it it pulled at their heartstrings. Yeah. And it made them feel as though uh, black people in America today have a harder time Uh, getting ahead or moving ahead than white people is that correct
1: that was what the discussion was that's what it leaned towards yeah
0: okay and what are your thoughts about that
1: I feel like anybody in America I feel like anybody can really get to what they want if they put in the work and put in the effort I don't think that like you are a great example for that like you grew up in Brooklyn and not in the best environment mm-hmm. and uh you made it to what a realtor now and have a podcast and
0: yeah i'm not doing a whole
1: lot <laughs> <but>. <laughs> well you're doing so much lot, better
0: I'm a, right i'm a lot better before. than i would have been had i had i allowed uh myself to be brainwashed with the fact that because i'm black i couldn't get ahead yeah I, I yeah. agree, but here's the thing: a, a good friend of mine told me that, and and she made me open my eyes to this. That just because I have the you know of a better word right now, let's say ability uh, to 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 change the circumstances in my own life, that doesn't mean everybody has that capability. You know, even you know people. Some people are not as. Um, I was blessed with being able to be intelligent. Okay, even though I spent three years in the ninth grade, dropped out of high school, got a GED. I still went on to get a, a marketing degree, you know, an uh, associate's in marketing and, and a bachelor's in business in my 30s. So I was uh, blessed intellectually. So I was able to start moving in, in those directions. But not everybody um, has has that um, level of intellect to be able to move that way. You know what I mean? I disagree. Okay. Um, I think what are your thoughts, Grace? Let's get Grace in on this real quick.
2: Oh, what, what are you
0: asking? <clears throat> uh, critical race theory. Olivia was reading a, uh, she read a book in school and then the, uh, uh, the children in school, the Caucasian children in school felt as though black people were having a harder time in America getting ahead than white people. What are your thoughts on, on that uh, particular subject?
2: Um, I, I mean, I, I guess I would agree with that um, because uh, I, I believe that you know, per se, I guess the government um, may kind of uh, they kind of just say it over and over again until you believe it that you could just say that black people can't really get ahead, and then they start maybe like giving out. I don't want to sound one sided or anything, but they might uh, like give out free handouts, and then that kind of enables them to actually. Um, get ahead. I believe everybody is given an equal chance and opportunity to make it in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see how um, if you kinda get brainwashed or believe one side then you could be set back because you are being given stuff and not necessarily having a work for thing, where somebody who works just from the ground up right. and you know, puts their head to the grindstone, you know, they would really come out on top
0: right. um it sounds for like for
2: them stuff.
0: it sounds like you read some of thomas soul <laughs> if you haven't you should it's 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 the same last name as ours except it's s-o-w-e-l-l rather than s-e-w-l his name is thomas Sowell. but that's that's one of his you know uh, uh thoughts you know uh, school of thoughts is that um when you when you continue to um give people stuff they become m- more and more lazy rather than uh, teaching them how to get it, you know? And so, um, and so that's why, and, and I, I'm of the same opinion. I don't think that, uh, that I, I think there are circumstances where people can't get ahead. And you know, One of the things that we just talked about is mental illness. So if you're mentally and or physically incapable of doing it, but then there's also people out there that don't want to. Now that goes on to the uh, e- uh, e- equity versus equality argument. You know, there are some people that don't want to to have more than what they have. They they don't mind uh, going to work for McDonald's. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. Okay, so don't think that I'm being I'm speaking negative about that. Um, but they don't mind going to work for McDonald's every day, coming home, watching television, having a you know hanging out with their friends on the weekend. And, you know, just kind of chilling. And there's nothing wrong with people having that kind of life if that's what makes them happy. Um, However, in my opinion, if you truly want to grab a piece of the pie, you want to grab a piece of the American dream, um, per se, and I'm saying that in quotations because everybody's dream is different, you know. So uh, what do you mean by that, the new American dream?
1: Um, Well, the old American dream used to be like, a kid, a dog, a, a house, a husband, um, cookie okay. cutter house, a uh, white picket fence. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that used to be the American dream. And now it's like
0: um, wealth. Every, and Everybody wants to be in G5s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of billionaires are using um, t- the tax laws to to their advantage. Oh. And because they're using it to their advantage, they're not paying what most people consider their – fair share of tax dollars uh, to to the to the American economy um, however in, in my opinion I think well, first off if I was a, a billionaire you know I would take advantage of those those uh the, the the tax laws myself I would make sure you know that that I took advantage of those tax laws I would have somebody in place just to make sure I took just like they do you know um, so I don't think in my opinion I don't think that's a bad thing um, where I where I have a problem um, is I don't like greed. I, I just don't like greed. You know, what at what point is enough enough? You know, at what point do you get in 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 your riches that you say, okay, we need to like when I was telling you guys about the uh, our trip to California when we seen all the homeless people on both sides of the street, literally sleeping in in campers and tents and and and, and cars on both sides of the street for miles.
1: Yeah. But we've seen that for years since we were, since I was young, we went to Georgia and they were all lined up underneath the bridges. Not not that bad.
0: I mean, it was, it was bad enough for me to just shake my head at it. Not that bad. We've seen, you know, people, you know, looking for handouts and stuff like that. Um, however, or washing windows or whatever. Um, but I mean, how many billionaires do you have in California? I, we can't even count. Okay. And it, to have that happen in California with all of these billionaires, you're telling me they can't come together and set up a program not to give these people anything, but to help them help themselves? Really? I mean, they're, you're smart enough to go to outer space, but you're not smart enough to put together a specific program that's going to be able to help people um, uh, not have to live in in um, you know, in a trailer or whatever, you, you you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. How do you, as Gen Zs, how do you guys feel uh, about them? Um, and I'm doing this in quotations, not paying their fair share.
1: Um, I think,
0: or do you even think about it? If I, you don't think about it, that's fine too. You know,
1: it's not really something that I pay much attention to. I feel like they're. People just as much as we are, just because they have money doesn't mean that they should be paying more than we do.
0: If you look at Elon Musk on, on the on the, t- the taxes that he pays, even if he pays ten percent, that's still a far a lot more than what we're paying. Or five percent, or two percent, that's still a heck of a lot more than what any American person is paying. It just happens to be a lower percentage. So we're talking about percentage. We're taxed at what thirty five percent or something like that, depending on your tax bracket. But most right. people are in that. That, you know, the 25 to 40% tax bracket, okay? And that's what we're being taxed at. However, Elon Musk is being taxed at, what, 10%, 15% or something like that.
1: But he has so much more money. It's still the same amount if you look at it. We're getting taxed 35%, but if he's has that much money, then.
0: So my 35% is $10,000 a year. Elon Musk's uh, 10%, 10% is, um,
2: is $2,
0: billion, $2 billion a year. You, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. th- it's not a comparison.
2: I honestly, I don't pay much attention to it, but just hearing that percentages aren't the same, I guess that just makes no sense to me to, like, regardless of how much money you make in a year, I guess that wouldn't really make much sense as why, especially the richer people would, um, be, te- be like at a lower percentage. Like I get their, 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 uh, percentage is m- more money than us, but, uh, I guess that wouldn't really make much sense to me as to why they'd be taxed at a lower percentage. Everybody everybody works for the money of course, but uh, yeah, just I mean, I'm not gonna say we work harder, but it's def- money doesn't come as easier to us as a billionaire would and tax them lower just does not make sense.
1: I feel like even if they did get taxed the same like percentage what is the government doing with that money? Are mm. they putting it towards those homeless shelters? Mm. Are they putting it towards those other things that are necessary? Right. Like, I don't feel... Either way, it's not going to th- important things that it needs to be going to, or as much as it should be going to those things.
0: And that's a very good question. That's a very good question. What is the government doing with our money? So let's 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 switch gears real quick, since we uh, that's a good segue into politics. What do you... Or do you guys look at politics do you understand what's going on in politics do you even have uh, uh, you know a political class in, in school or anything like that are they teaching you about sociology or, or not sociology what do you call it?
2: Um, oh, there's a social problems class that I'm taking this upcoming semester so oh, you, you know I'll know more about it but I would say I'm pretty in tune with what's happening
0: okay so um, tell us tell us where you uh, where, where you fall in your political beliefs and thoughts.
2: Well um, oh boy, um, oh boy. That, that's a broad question. I guess you can narrow that down a little bit.
0: Well, what do you, what do you think about our, our uh, the, 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 the political climate today?
2: What do you mean by What do, political you, climate? What do you
0: think about our our president and uh, the, our voting laws and the way we vote um, is that is do you think do you think your vote counts?
2: Uh, absolutely not nope um, uh, yeah I mean uh, with this past election and all the mail-in that I guess I don't know if this is going in the right direction or not but with all the um, yeah no, with all the mail-in ballots and how everything was so screwed up with COVID the past few years I would say that that was not um, very fair and as far as the present um, I don't know well I guess uh, for the you know, conservative and liberal I guess, I'd say that they just keep on drifting apart. Um, whereas it used to be they would you know they could generally find a solution, not necessarily agree, but they could generally find a solution in fight about the little things where now it's, it's like two polar opposite as to what everybody believes and thinks is important and that there's no way to you know contract and uh, work something out.
0: So this this is trickling down to you guys. You guys are seeing that 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 there's that the uh there's no partisanship there at all in 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 the in the government, huh? Olivia? Yeah, I
1: know. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you don't have much to say <laughs> no, about it. No, I one. don't have much to say. I'm not
1: I'm not very uh into politics too okay. much. I um I'll look into it around like election time right. and you know dip my toes in the water, but I really I just don't like getting into it because mm. I feel like it's just a bunch of drama and it's just um, like it's important, but also a lot of it is just quite unnecessary in my opinion.
2: Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Like I don't even remember the last time I watched the news because it's just mm. more COVID stats, you know, and more <sighs> other things that don't really appeal to. Maybe that important. I'm not saying COVID isn't important,
0: but uh, that's that's something Amy and I are gonna have to talk about next time. Maybe we're being inundated with all this information and bombarded with all this information, so that we do turn off our televisions and don't figure out what's going on or how it's going on and stay separated. You know, do you feel like uh, that? Like, like as a country, do you feel like we're being divided on on different topics? So, let's say you know, uh, gender. Race, religion, uh, COVID, mask or non-mask—do you feel like we're being di- divided? Like, do you feel like it's being like it's being done purposely, or this is just what's happening? And who who would be the driving force of that if it's being done purposely? What are your thoughts? That's a big question. Let's chop it. Let's break it down yeah. a little bit. Let's break it down a little bit. So, let's say, are we? Do you feel that that the country is just completely polarized with division?
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. When it comes to, uh, like mask and no mask or religion and stuff like that, do you feel that there's a, a a a big, you know, divide there, a big wedge? Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. I think there too Um, I feel like it's all very stereotyped too. Okay. So people who are, okay. this is just the stereotypes like that I've yeah, heard and stuff. Um, people who are like uh lgbtq plus are generally um more accepting to people of um color and otherwise as far as um not being racist but like just more accepting to all those things as well as the other way around and then generally those people are categorized as liberals or democrats as like it's a bad thing um, and then people who are, like, not accepting of those things and just totally di- um, disagree with the LGBTQ community are generally, quote, Republicans. Mm-hmm. And that's a bad thing, too. Like, And then the people who are wearing masks are, quote, d- like Democrats and whatever, you know, and it's just being they're being pitted against each other as and each um category is like bad for some reason
0: i can hear the frustration in your voice about that (laughs) you seem really frustrated about all the division and stuff like that so it's even it's even trickling down because amy and i talked about it a few times you know here on the show but it's even trickling down to the gen z's you know it's 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 hard you you know i mean these kids shouldn't have to think about stuff like that you know
1: well i think that when it comes to like those different topics it's not bad to talk about or have your disagreements but Mm. to continue to fight about it and just not come up with solutions like obviously some things there isn't solutions for like Mm. accepting someone as lgbtq or something like there's not really a solution if you don't agree with it you don't agree with it or if you do you do but um just not judging those people for who they are like I know Grace when I first came out she wasn't like very okay with it but she never treated me any differently she never said oh no you can't be my friend because you're bi like you can't do that like we stay the same we have our disagreements like it never really caused a wedge between us just because I'm bi and
2: I would 100% agree with Olivia, yeah. Um, I, I'd say the, the biggest thing that we all struggle with is just just listening to another human being without just automatically just not listening anymore and just only thinking the way that you think. Nobody ever nowadays ever can just imagine or ever put their themselves in the, another person's shoes that I mean it's just it's really sad just that I don't even know that they're so
1: close-minded
2: everybody just has a train of thought and they just go in that direction and they never listen to anybody else and they're just like brainwashed that that nothing could ever be a possible nothing other no other idea could be a possibility as to hey maybe this is you know right or I mean, anything and, of that sort. It's just everybody thinks the way they're thinking, just shuts out anybody who disagrees with them because they don't want to hear it. All they want to hear is that they're right. Right. And, and they just want to listen to the people that are going to tell them that they're right and that they're doing it right.
0: That's even the same way with religion though. Christianity is, uh, you know, being beat down a lot too. Yeah.
2: Now there's so oh. many different ideas as to who's right on that. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. I personally, I'm a Christian and I, you know, the, and, and I hear it all the time that, I, you know, uh, well, you, if you're a Christian, then I don't like you because you think this way, you think that way. And, and in my opinion, a true Christian is the person that's able to talk and have a conversation with anybody and not judge them because it's not my place to judge. You know, I'm going to live my life a, a certain way and I don't want my rights infringed upon and I'll, I will allow you to live your life the way you want and I don't, I'm not going infringe, to infringe upon your rights, you know.
1: So. But also being able to have those conversations and having people being able to possibly open your mind to more than just your one. Yeah.
0: I was never closed minded.
1: Oh, yeah. OK. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right.
0: We won't get into that. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, ladies. I do appreciate you coming out tonight and having this conversation with us. Uh, this is the 70% Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Please like, share, and subscribe. And uh, on that note, you guys have a lovely evening.
3: Come on, Mike, say it. Say it, say the legendary I line.
0: I can't say it without Amy. <laughs>
3: okay, should we not say it? No, I you get, have to say okay. it. Okay, no doubt. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs>